This is Anthems. Hey, I'm Freddie Lewis. My pronouns are he, him. I'm a songwriter, poet and performer based in Bristol. And your word of the day is agency. Lights dull hummed me into the vegetable aisle and I saw all the colours shut up by the crates and the tags and the Super 6 were all but gone because the best time to shop is this one right here, Friday night. Three warm steps through the entrance and then I'm in the cold again. Really it was in freefall, but we just organised it this way for the lack of temporal understanding to do otherwise. This Friday was a little different because it was quite busy. All shapes, all tones, noodled about with shoulders cloaked in lengths of thread that tangled and released with each body that they passed. Broad shoulders, beady eyes, long hair tucked into shirt collar, wide hips, small feet, ankle grazers, tracksuit and hollow cheeks, eyelashes, polo shirt, a dancer's posture, lanyard, wide smile, anterior pelvic tilt, short pink nails and a bellowing laugh. I did not know if this was by habit or design. Worse, I hoped it might be neither. I did not know if we could differentiate between the two or what the use would be of such a venture. Who was emptying the aisles with their desire? Top shelf, those extravagant fruit cost so much to risk a script-free purchase. A voice came in telephone tones through the speaker system. All shoppers, please stand at either side of aisle two. I wondered, but I didn't worry if there was a fire. Then we were there, and our baskets were full, and we looked around to find the orchestrator of our meeting, but it was only each other at the end of gazes. So small talk passed between mouths and all we could fixate on was the menial we were in. So much wasted time. Some brandished recipes and lists from their coat pockets and then their trolleys made sense. The others brought whatever they felt like and all the rules of how to sate the hunger paled beneath the sanctified what feels good. Conversation washed over me and I didn't interject much but to nudge the person to my right on seeing them fill up with every single thing I'd found too. They smiled a knowing back to me and placed a folded page into my palm. And then I tried so hard not to read it. They explained it was an old family recipe. Encouraged and supported, in one continued direction, nobody opted out apart from their one cousin. Subtext said I can summon that conversation from my own repertoire of memory too. Something in the way he held his shoulders square made me flutter with the temptation. His chin at 90 degrees to his chest, eyes unbothered by the other sets that flushed his way, it looked so peaceful. So I unfolded all that burden in my hand and read it all along my skin until it permeated. I took the years and stacked them up below me, too worn to leave the notes in the margins unread. All that detail, it was so easy. Then later those predecessors started shouting themselves from the page. The lesson melted down into assumption. There was a night I kissed a stranger and I knew the list before reading. I felt the structure rise to the surface, that familiar death of possibility. I pressed my lips to his mouth and slowly I made their sense. I'm not sure when I dropped the ball, but later this stranger watched me take my glasses off and see more clarity in the blurred instruction. He gifted back the recipe, it was never mine. He resented that I couldn't make it quite right anyway. Neither could he, but I wasn't going to be the one to break it to him. This evening, I brought myself to the table. I've spent my whole life preparing and it was worthwhile. And I could see an honest split screen where he does the same. Dress the plate, arrange the cutlery, sigh into a seat. You'd have thought you saw in double vision. Both faces light up to meet the tabletop. You'd be forgiven for thinking we were just the same. 
we were before I caught myself in the act. And I can never know to what degree I've separated that compulsion from my wanting. I can't know how many of his words stayed rooted in my stomach, how much they grow there now, how many times a day another voice plants an empty meaning in me that I would otherwise have never. But there is a hope I let lie underneath the journey home. With each step we take toward it, we all become less steady, until the place from which we came can't possibly take us back. We are too vast. I cannot be disproved without the rebuttal of my counterpart too. We eat, and I hold a flavour in my mouth that tastes like agency. Agency, noun, definition, an action or intervention producing a particular effect.